Blog Talk Radio. Show and I'm your host, Ivo Henry, 
and I will be with you for the next three hours or so in company, Leon Francis, Dennis Seat, and Matrice Nisbet. And I'm hoping wherever you are, you are in good stead, whether it's morning, evening, night. We hope you stick and stay. And uh, of course, we're going to have something to entertain you, to inform you along the way. This is January 22nd, 2022. Believe it or not, we're almost at the end of January. And with that, I'll say good morning to you, Mr. Francis. How are you? Oh, pleasant. Good morning to you, Ivor, and to Mertis, and to Dennis, and all the wonderful listeners who are tuned in very early this morning. A wonderful day in my neck of the woods. I hope wherever you guys are, you're enjoying a pleasant day like I have had the opportunity to do today. And hope all is well from your neck of the woods. All is well from my end as well. Yes, we have good ear quality here this morning, and we are thankful for that. And uh, like you say, once there's life, there is hope. So with that, we are thankful. Let's hear from Dennis over there in Southern California. Morning, Dennis. Good morning to you, Ivor. Good morning, Leon and Murchis. And, of course, uh, hello to our many listeners out there. Out here in sunny Southern California, the sun's not up just yet, but it's a very pleasant 53 degrees with clear skies. And uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, sun rising and having a little fun out there. Welcome to the show. Back to you, Ivan. Yes, and save the best for last. Matrice Nisbet, how is it over there in the big chapel. Good morning. Good morning, Ivor. Good morning, Leon. And good Dennis. We are doing okay as well as we can under the 14 degrees weather with a wind chill of 8 degrees. So we are enjoying it. We are adapting. Everything here in the neck of the woods are doing, are being okay. Mom's doing good. And I'm doing better, lots better. So how are you guys good, doing? Good news good for the ears. The fans and friends. Hope you all are doing good in your neck of the woods too. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are doing okay. And of course, we're going to try to bring some sunshine into your life and into your neck of the woods. So we're going to give the show its blessings and then we will do our um, homework. Leon, get your room on. Yes, uh, good morning again to all the wonderful listeners around the world. And let me just be honest this morning once again. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. We ask your kind blessing on the show. Let it go on without any interruptions whatsoever. Bless host Ivor and all the other panelists. Bless the ones who will be calling in and listening, wherever they may be. We thank you for this great opportunity that you have afforded us, and we pray that you will just continue to help us as we go through this rigors of providing this show each and every Saturday morning. Thank you, Lord, for the help that you have given to our fallen brothers and sisters, namely my dear wife Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter Lisa, 
Bobby Nisbet, the mother of our dear friend, um, Mertrice. Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Mertrice Nisbet. El Camilo Willett, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, Telbert Francis, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Guntrup, Willis and Mona Daniels, Wilmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, Virgil Francis Jr., and all the others who have not expressed their concerns. We want you to touch their bodies, Lord, heal them from all that is take, um, preventing them from doing your work, Lord. We thank you for what you have done. We want to thank you for the gifts that you have given us through our financial assistance, those who have to make it possible for us to keep the show here. We want you to bless them and thank them and pray for each and every one that they too might be blessed and have a wonderful day. And if they have the opportunity to listen to this show this morning, that they will be blessed. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, then I will hope that everything's well on the home front, especially with the First Lady. So you can yes, yes. tell us Nothing what's Nothing to complain about. I'm, I'm thankful for small mercies. It could be worse and... Little by little, I've seen some improvement, and I'm just so grateful for that. And I just hope and pray that one day all will be well with her again. But all is said and done. We just have to be thankful for what has happened so far, because it definitely could have been worse. Okay, well, she's still here with us. It's always better to be six feet above ground than to be six feet under. Marjorie, tell us about Mama Bobby. What's with her, you know, she was a bit under the weather the past few weeks, so <coughs> yes, Mother Bob, she's doing much better. The cough is gone and she's moving around, so everything is good with her. Thank God, she's with her morning worship, so she's doing fine. Thank you. Well, pray the work, so she did. Say she came down with COVID and she's over it now. So happy to know that she's still here with us. It's always yes. nice to know. And then it's over there with his PJs. Then it's anything on the home front that we should know about? Oh, I think currently all is uh, running smoothly and I have no complaints just now. But certainly looking forward to a little ray of sunshine in an hour or so when the sun rises out here in sunny Southern California. Well, just before that, we'll make sure we get some sunshine into your homes and into your heart. So stick and stay, folks. Um, let's do a little housekeeping here. Well, of course, we're going to have our inspirational portion for the first um, hour. On the, on the top of the hour, we're going to have, well, before that, 9.30, we're going to have a book of the Bible. Leon is going to read us that book. Hopefully, we'll have Fillmore come to dissect it and to really, you know, break it down for us. We haven't heard from Phil for the past two weeks, so hope that everything's okay with him. But at the top of the hour, we're going to have sports in brief. Leon will tell us what's happening on the international and regional scene. And, of course, Dennis will bring us up to speed with what's happening right here in the USA. Hopefully, David will be, will be able to tell us what's happening on the home front here in South Florida, where the local cricket is concerned. 
And of course, after that, we'll have the birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place on this date. All the, those who come to your compliments are Lou Watson. And of course, you too can be a part of this of the show. 515-605-9850. And of course, you can access us on the World Wide Web, Block Talk Radio, The Cricket Show. And we ask you to tell a neighbor, tell your friends, tell someone to tell someone. And we always invite you to be a part of the show. Just push the one. And of course, we will move over and you'll become audible. We just ask you to be keeping it to a broadcast standard. And of course, we would accommodate you. Well, in the meantime, we will have the ladies, Dawn and Debbie. They'll be with us about 10.45. Tell us about their humanitarian efforts that they're doing over there in Little L.A. That's Little Antigua and Barbuda, so we'll be hearing from them. And after that, of course, we will have a wrap with events that would have taken place, uh, what we think will take place somewhere around the world, something that would be of interest to you. We ask you to organize yourself, write down your question if you have it, that you can be forceful in what you have to say. Other than that, you listen up and you'll hear the opinions and facts from all of the presenters, along the way, we'll give you some music to really keep your company. So having said all that, I think we would have finished our housekeeping. Um, if anything else, well, feel free to come on in, folks. Other than that, I'm sure we'll get right into our inspirational portion. Okay, so let's summon a few good men. I'm sure the Lord can do with a few good men. Okay, why are you scrolling around? We need for you to say something. A few good men, they're saying, they want to sing, but they just decide they're going to go around and around and around the tinting bar. So we'll probably find something else. Since you're not with us, maybe everything is the same thing. Oh, well, let me see if I can punch up something on the own over here. Just it out this morning, and much told me it was a bit low on that end, but let us see if it has come through a little louder. Let's try Okay, 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 okay. You see, we are. I'll look at some soft music in the meantime, see if you get it started out here.
Well, my faith must have got a little thin. But you know what it seemed like? One day all at once, those dark clouds broke. And that old sun, she started to shine again. So, Lord, tell me not to struggle and complain. About the troubles I have told. Oh, I'm drinking from my pot. Cause my cup has overflowed. And if I should go on living, if the way gets deep and rough, I won't ask for other blessings. I've already.
put them or put their lives in danger. In the last chapters of the, the book, Daniel describes his vision and of the rise and fall of an earthly kingdom and finally the rise of a everlasting kingdom. Again, the book of Daniel tells about his the well-known story of Daniel and his three friends. Remember, the book tells you also that they were in, put in a den and thought that they would be burned to death. But it wasn't so. He came back and was able to help to resurrect and explain the visions of many. So when you're in need of something to worship, to just keep you company each day, just pick a book of the Bible, and I recommend the book of Daniel. It is a wonderful read. And that's my presentation this morning to you, wife. Okay, thank you. Of course, we still don't have um, Phil more with us. Lynn, anything on Phil? We are becoming worried now about Phil. I have to get yes. in touch with Lynn. Hope she called this yes. one. Did you speak with him for the week? Yeah, I spoke. I spoke with him this week, and he said his phone was giving him some problems. So I fancy that all would be well with him. If, he, if I give him a call later on, and he should be in with us. So I haven't heard from him. Yeah, well, I'm happy that, well, you said that at least you heard from him um, during the week, so that's good. But, you know, we always want to hear Phil on the show here, you know, he's become a part of us now, so hopefully all is well. Okay, well, I'm still trying to um, get my connection back here, but in the meantime, yeah. let's see if we can get something here. A little off color, but let's. We have our Kelly here coming up with us. Somebody came for a word from the Lord tonight. Yeah. Oh,
Logic of Babylon. You know what's happening over there in Babylon? Mayor Motley would have won all of us in the recent elections. So, Bridget, Bridget, Bridget is singing for the Lord out of Babylon. Let's see if we can get one more from her. In case the devil is in this building, we must serve him tonight. We're going to put out a warrant for his arrest tonight. I will stay in the same building with the devil tonight. So tell your neighbor, say, I hope you came to praise him. And if you are not here to praise him, say, back up off me, back up off me. I went to the 
Everything's over me now. Set me free. Come on. Come on and set me free. And sing R. Kelly, the genius, sing a songwriter. Well, sometimes I'll be touch. You ask me if I love you, and I choke on my reply. I'd rather hurt you than mislead you with a lie. And who am I to judge you? And what you say or do? I'm only just beginning. To see the real you And sometimes when we touch The honesty is too much And I have to close my eyes And hide I want to hold you till I die Till we both break down and cry I want to hold you till the fear in me subsides. Romance and all its strategy leaves me battling with my pride. But to all the insecurity, some tenderness, yes, survive. I'm just another artist Still trapped within my truth A hesitant bright water Still trapped within my youth And sometimes when we touch The honesty is too much And I have to close my eyes I want to hold you till I die Till we both break down and cry I want to hold you till the fear in me subsides At times I'd like to break you And drive you to your knees at times I'd like to break you and hold you endlessly. At times I understand you and I know how hard to try. I watch my love command you and I've watched love pass you by. At times I think we're drifters Still searching for a friend A brother or a sister But then the passion flares again Sometimes when we touch The honesty is too much 
for people like
5 T20s from January 22nd to March the 28th. Strange enough, the first one kicks off today at the Kensington Oval in Barbados, and that match starts our time at 3 p.m. Just look forward to see the very first ball that will be bowled. And of course, we have both the West Indies team squad and the English squad, and we hope that we'll do well, better than what we did against Ireland. The West Indies captain, Kyron Pollard, is in the news again. He says, we're going to start from scratch against England. Is that a fair statement? Well, having been beaten so badly, I think that is something that you won't want to, to remember. And the rookie, the rookie, and who is the rookie in the squad? Odin Smith. He is trying to imitate um, his friend, um, probably countryman, um, Andre Russell. He wants to be well with the bat, with the ball, and in the field. So we wish the guy well. And um, Brandon King, he is not ruling out to be called up for, for a test call-up. So let's hope and pray and keep our fingers crossed to see if these guys' dreams come up with it. Turning our attention to the CPL, Signa Ryan Sanderfall has been appointed coach of the Jamaica Tarawas for the upcoming Caribbean Premier League, and he would be assisted by Sir Kirtley Ambrose as his past bowling coach. Next up, let's hear out of Barbados, not Barbados, but out of Bass the host West Indies, they crashed out of the, the of contention for the ICC Under-19 World Cup after suffering a disappointing three-wicket defeat to unbeaten Sri Lanka in their final group D. They ended third and they were knocked out of the contention. Unfortunately, they were handicapped by two of their key players, Young Emery out of Nevis, and of course, Agustin out of St. Well, Grenade, and is it? No, St. Lucia. The two key players in their lineup, and in yesterday's encounter, having just went down by some, made a good score of 100, 250 for nine of the 50 overs, and Sri Lanka was able to knock it off in the 49th over for a loss of some seven wickets. Good luck in the plate. Now they'll go on to be involved in the plate to see if they can take that, that trophy as well. Turning our attention to some more international cricket, where South Africa have beaten India for the second time in the ODI series, beating them by, beating them by uh, a whopping 31 runs. And player of that match was Rassi Vandy Dussin. Again, the scores 296 for four. South Africa after play, having played their 50 overs, uh, no, and India were 265 for eight. Good win and a good series win so far, but some bad news because they were hit with a fine having slow bowled a uh, slow over rate and were docked part of their winning. Wish them well for the third. And the ICC awards are out, and guess what? Cricket of the year in the men is 
Shaheen Afridi, the women, uh, Shermat Manhana, and in the men's Test Cricketer of the Year, Hassan Ali, ODI Cricketer of the Year men is Baba Azam, and the women's ODI Cricketer of the Year is Fatima Sana, and the men's T20 is um, Mamadul, um, Muhammad Rizwan, and the women's is, um, of the year is Shermi Manhana. Very difficult to pronounce these names. But we give you the full lineup, the team of the year, the test team of the year, the ICC test team of the year, the ODI team of the year, both men and women. We will be able to give you those lineups tomorrow in our show. Turning our attention to the BCCI, where they contemplate opening the IPL on March the 27th. As you know, the number of teams participate, participating would be increased to two teams. They will now have 10 teams, and a number of players are vying for some spots that are open, and we look forward to see if any more West Indians are, are taken in the draw. But tomorrow again, more details will be revised. The only thing that we know for sure is that Stokes, Archer, Root, and, and Starks, they will be skipping the IPL this year for some reason or the other. Okay, and the KPL case match fix is not is, uh, match fixing is not punishable under IPC rules. Kanataka the judge said. So we'll just wait and see tomorrow. We get more explanation. Why is it that match fixing is not punishable under the IPC rules? I don't know, but <laughs> what, will, what will happen will happen. Afghanistan versus Netherlands. It's playing three ODIs, January 21st to January 25th. The first one went in by, went down by, okay, all three. No, well, the first one Afghanistan won by 36 runs, and the next one playing on the 23rd, and the final will be played on the 25th. So Afghanistan take a 1-0 lead, winning by some 36 runs. Zimbabwe, yes, they were beaten by Sri Lanka. Two matches to one. Sri Lanka take, took the first by five. Sri Lanka, Zimbabwe came back and win by 22 runs, and in the third one, Sri Lanka took it by some 184 runs. And, of course, the women's ashes are very much on Australia and India. Not Australian women, but England and Australia. And the first match, England-Australia win, won by some nine wickets. And the second was, there was a no result, probably washed out or abandoned. Nevertheless, Australia, they're leading that ODI series by... T20 series, one nil. Of course, they'll be playing one test match, three ODIs, and three T20s. Turning our attention to some more cricket, because lots of cricket are being played. The Bangladesh Premier League is very much in the air, and um, after one round of matches, you see the Colna Tigers uh, in front, followed by the Fortune Valbahal, and of course, a number of Caribbean players uh, involved. 
including Azari, Joseph, and, and company. The Big Bash League sees the Perch Scorchers on top, the Sydney Sixers in second place, in third place, the Sydney Panda, Adelaide um, Strikers, the Hobart Hurricanes, and the Melbourne Stars, as well as the Brisbane Heat. And at the bottom of the table, the Melbourne Renegades, and of course, after a round of four matches, they will be playing a total of 64 matches, and they will all T20 format from December the 5th to the 28th. And over in Antigua, where the Antigua Cricket Association is putting on their Super 40 overs, which will commence the second, the 12th of February, and the matches will run until the 20th. I can see who was this. The third March, the 26th, and of course, Piggots will be playing their first match against the. The Liberta Blackhawks and the Liberta Blackhawks is my team. You want to know? And they'll be playing a lot, lots of matches in that contest. We just wish Mr. Kuma Rodney, guess what? And he names his mother named him after me. Would you believe that? Mr. Leon Kuma Rodney, president of the Cricket Association of Antigua. I wish you well as you put on another tournament and one of the Samoans trying to make cricket live on in the league. We just need all the quickest schedule, but we just turn our attention to Nukov Dokovic has not hidden how he wishes to end his career with having the most Grand Slam if he were, a, but if he were allowed to play the Australian Open, his visa was revoked by the Australian government and he is not in the tournament. He was hoping to make it 21 major league um, champion or Grand Slam champion, but he was denied the opportunity because of the situation with his not taking a vaccine and the government of Australia has, has um, prevented him from taking part in the tournament. One wonders whether other countries will follow suit. I hope not for the sake of tennis but he will find some way to make it make amends. And folks, we want to tell you about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl this year will be held where? Super Bowl will be held in Sophie Stadium on February the 13th. And whenever the Super Bowl is on, our show that is regularly broadcast from 6 until 9, we will bring it on from 3 until 6. Just didn't tell all the folks yet, but of course, I just want to remind the folks that on February 13th, our Sunday show will not be on the regular time at 6 to 9, but will be from 3 until 6 in order to allow our panelists and friends to gather around that Super Bowl Sunday. And we know that Super Bowl is one of the most watched shows in the world. And we will be, dead, be talking much about it in weeks to come. And uh, turning our attention to athletics, we are the overwhelming favorites. The sprinter, Miss Elaine Thompson, Herod, and the hurdler, Hansley Parchman. They were named sportsmen or sportswomen and sportswomen and sportsmen of the year in Jamaica. And we just want to congratulate both winners. They 
worthy, worthy contenders. And of course, drawing our attention to my favorite quote. Now, before we go to that, we just want to draw your attention to the, the, the Striving for Excellent Antigua Golf Tournament. And that will be held this year. This is a wonderful Cedar Valley and golf course down there next to where I lived from years ago. And it was put on by none other but Sir Richard B. Richardson, KCN, CCM. And he's inviting others to help him with the sponsorship. We'll talk more about that. And, of course, time permitting, we will we'll get him to be on our show and to get explain further about that. And, of course, I'm weeping, not weeping for tears, but weeping because they're killing Chelsea. They're making Chelsea play too many matches. Chelsea haven't played 23 matches as opposed to Liverpool, who have played 21 matches, and, and uh, Manchester City, 22. So to top it off, Liverpool are ahead of Chelsea. And I, not for a long time, Liverpool are ahead of Chelsea. Did you guys hear that? Liverpool ahead of Chelsea. Manchester United leads the pack with 56 points followed by Liverpool with 45 points. In third place is Chelsea with 44 points. West Ham fourth, Tottenham fifth, Arsenal, they're sixth, Manchester United seventh, Wolves eight, Brighton nine, and Leicester, they're in 10 spots, in 10, the 10 spots, followed by Crystal Palace, Southampton, and Ashton Villa. In the 14th position are Brentford, followed by Leeds, then Everton are 16, and Norwich, they're 17. And in the zone that no team wants to be in, the relegation zone, are Watford, 18, Newcastle, 19, and Burnley. They are at the bottom of the table. And, of course, we know that Chelsea will be playing tomorrow against... Well, Chelsea will not be playing tomorrow, but Chelsea will be playing on Sunday and Chelsea will be taking on Tottenham at the late game. Well, Crystal Palace, they will be taking on Liverpool, and we are hoping that Crystal Palace do, do a number for us. Liverpool is playing to, getting to be a little upstart at this point. But, you know, I just have to tell my friend over there, Omel, come tight with your win, just bask in your glory, because you deserve to be You're beating up on Chelsea at this point. And that's it for me, Ivor. We just want to invite all our friends to be with us from 6 until 9, until 9 tomorrow. Um, of course, lots are in store, and more details will be ex- explained tomorrow, and especially Western losing the, on the 19th, and we'll talk about Super Bowl a little bit, and then we will tell you more about England, Australia, and South Africa and India, and how things are shaping up in the cricket world. By that time, we'll yeah. know when West Indies are good enough for in England in the first match which will be played today. And we wish each and everyone can join us. And hopefully today we'll have some good news coming out of the Caribbean when we beat up on England. Um, we'll give you all the details tomorrow and who did well and who did not. And that's it for me, Iva. Back over to you. And, you know, there's not... Uh, the news left to be, be um, given tomorrow. So we just want to stress to all who can make it, we'll have some real, real good details for you tomorrow. 
That's it. Back over to you, Ivan. Okay, now we can quick comment. Yeah, I going back to um to Leon's uh, report there. I uh, just wanted to say I just find it absolutely unbelievable and incredible a judge who you believe will have some level of common sense can say match fixing is not punishable under ICC rules. Does ICC not have the right to police and make conditions of play? You know, match fixing is a crime. It's a criminal event. And a judge, obviously... But that's BCCI. Mr. BCCI rules is different to, to, to ICC rules. Uh, are we saying that uh, the the matches in uh, it was played under DCCI rules, but under sanction yes. of ICC? Is that not true? Is that no, recognized? No. Is that recognized? No, I, I don't. I think we're getting a, we're getting a little a little mix up there with that. It does not mm. saying it's not an offense. It's not a criminal offense because it doesn't amount to cheating. That is what he's saying. Mm. It is not cheating. So it is match fixing. But what, it is what, not did you say it's not and cheating? Cheating in the definition is not a criminal offense. That is what offense the judge is saying. The, the judge is saying that the, the, the BCTI and whoever, they can have the disciplinary um, action, but criminally, that's what he's saying. They can't prosecute. Criminally, criminally, that is not an offense. To to jail and then for life, they can do whatever they want over there. But to take them and put them in jail and spend the rest of their life in jail because of person underperform or what have you. He's saying the definition of cheating it does not meet it did not meet that. That is all he's saying. So I, I don't think we can well, be on his interpretation. What are we doing tomorrow folks? I was specifically looking at the match fixing mm. part of it because everyone knows mm. that that obviously is totally Well totally he didn't say that. That's what I said. That, remember that's mm. what he just said. He's not mm-hmm. You we, deal with your we'll, we'll, but I cannot put these guys in jail because that's not a criminal offense. That's all he's saying. The board can ban them if they want for life. The board can tell them, take away the magic, take away whatever they want to do over there. But okay. to tell them we, that we're going to put this as if a guy commit murder, the judge is saying it does not meet that criteria. That is, that is okay. the long shot of that. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll clear that up later uh, additionally, yes. um, Leon uh, reported the uh, start of the West Indies England series of T20s, and uh, he did okay. go yes. on to say the Test matches is going to be in March. But I should point out that there will be a break in the month of February when the West Indies travel to India, and then England will uh, return for the uh, Test match series at the end of March. So. Yes, that, I just wanted to, um, to to clarify that point. And for tomorrow, upcoming tomorrow on our show, uh, the cricket show, we have enjoyed and witnessed many cricket statistics, matches, plays and players. But for Sunday cricket show, our panelists are invited to share their review of the 2021 excitement from their perspectives. We're not looking for long, complicated statistics, just a brief overview from your perspective of what 
you enjoyed in cricket during 2021 internationally. That's what it is uh, we're hoping to add tomorrow. Thank you, Leon. Back to you, Ivor. Okay. Well, <laughs> excuse me. Thank you for that. Folks, again, tomorrow we will have it in full force when you'll hear the heavyweights discuss a whole lot of things that's happening in the wide world of sports. Not only cricket, folks, but sports. And I'm sure Carnell will come to tell us something about tennis. That is one of his favorite sports. And I know Carnell will have a message for you this morning from Omen Leon. So make sure you have your earmuffs on because I'm, I guarantee you that Carnell is going to send a, a message loud and clear this morning. Cardinal, come on in. Let me say good morning to Donna, too. She's with us. But I'll, I'll deal with that a little later. So, Colonel, come on in, and you can greet your many fans, the special ones, that is. You don't want to take all day to greet all of your fans, just the special ones. And then we'll have the birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place on this date. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Ivor. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, Dennis, it's a great morning here in the Virgin Islands. We are experiencing and enjoying a beautiful, cool, 73-degree weather. You know know what that is like in the Caribbean. That's cool weather. That's cool weather until it gets down to 65 and it gets cold. Yeah, but we still got sunshine around here, and we can be willing to share it with you. And let me say a special good morning to the special fans, beginning with um, the people up in New York. We have Murtrish, Donna, Ina, Sharon, and Lady Bob Zimitri. They are teeth-shattering cold up there in New York, as I'm made to understand. But they are all going to join the entertainment show this morning here where as i said we've always got sunshine and it's nice and warm so come on in i'm gonna go on over to st martin where i'm gonna say good morning to irma thompson it's not cold in st martin they got nice weather like us but they are struggling with covid and the party affair that they like to have over there. It's interfering with the partying of the people in St. Martin. Well, I wish them all the best with that. Good morning, Irma. Good morning, Carlos. And hoping they're going to party nevertheless, you know, Ivor. I'm going to be cut out of the party like Djokovic. Djokovic got cut out. They're going to party. Find someone to do it. That's the way they keep their spirits up. Good morning to the people in St. Martin. Irma, Carlos, keep it going. I'm going to go on over to St. Kitts where I'm going to say good morning to Lynette. And I'm not going to say much about Lynette, and I'm not going to say what Ivor said about her, but I'm going to say good morning to Lynette and the people over there in St. Martin and St. Kitts. So uh, I'm going to step across to Navy, so I'm going to say good morning to Mr. Renford Door and his staff at 2020 Vision Radio, and particularly to Carmen Lady C. Griffin. Good morning to you. I'm going to go across to England. And I'm hearing Leon's comments about Liverpool, and I know I'm going to get a message from Omel right away, and let me go look for that message before I go any further. Omel says, okay, Leon, what are you supposed to, what 
do you expect? The better team is always ahead. <laughs> and he goes on to say that the Carabao Cup final between our teams, I guess that's talking about Chelsea and Liverpool, on 27th February at Wembley, may the best team win. But then, Leon, you know which team that is. Okay. That's what Omer is saying. <laughs> so, Leon, you've got... Huh? Yeah, I, I, I got that. I got that just popped in a, a, a little bit there. So, you got... You've got the... What did she call it? The Carabao Cup? Leon, you know what that is? The Carabao... Yeah, the Carabao Cup final between Liverpool and Chelsea is going to take place on February 27th. The better team, may the better team win, but Leon already knows what that better team is. Okay. That's between Leon and Omel. I don't know which one of them. Leon says, Omel says, Leon already knows that Liverpool is the better team. So, We'll see what Just tell us for me, tell us for me, Cardinal. That we remember the the um, European finals last year. Remember that. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she already complained. You only get away with it because they suffered so many injuries. That that's that that's what she said last year. So I know she can come up with it again this year. Anyway, <laughs> Omel, I've I've passed your message on to Leon. And I'm just going to sit by and watch and see what the better team really is. I want to just sit back and watch and see which one the better team really is. I'm going to go on over to the United States. I'm going to make a stop in Fort Lauderdale where I'm going to say good morning to Elimat. King Elimat, that is. Hoping that the brother is doing okay and doing well with all the challenges we know that he is facing. I'm going to say good morning to Marva Jones and my favorite celebrity, Tiffany. A brother and little sister Tanaya. Good morning to you. I'm going to go on to Southwest Miami, where I'm going to say good morning to the man, Jerome Cutner Richardson, who comes to you by way of Sandy Point. Good morning, Cutner. I'm 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 hoping that Cutner is listening to all of the the action that's going on in West Indies cricket, and I want to hear from Cutner as to what he thinks this time. Good morning, Cutner. I, I, you know, either I believe Cutner can tell us that they should pick him for captain West Indies team. No? <laughs> Cutner is like that. I believe that Cutler, that's the next thing Cutner going to have to tell us. That, that he wants to go back and captain West Indies team. That he knows he, he can do better than that. I, I, I just, knowing Cutner, I just believe that somebody from Sandy Point. I don't think he can do any, any worse, any, any, anything worse than what's happening now. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, I'm not so Cutner... We're waiting to hear from you as to what you think. I'm going to go on up to Georgia where I'm going to say good morning to Monique, Yvette, and Barbara. Having over the, I, I understand they, they, they're having some, some of that cold spell over there in Georgia. They even had snow earlier that week. Can you imagine that? Georgia people don't know how to handle snow. They could, they, they could bundle up for the cold, whatever, but they don't know how to handle snow. So I hope that they're safe. But anyway, you know that they can come on in here where we've got sunshine. And finally, I'm going to say good morning to my dear sister, Yvonne, 
who's floating all around the world. She's going to find the sunshine wherever she is, but she also knows she can find it here. With that said, to all the fans, friends, supporters of the entertainment show, have a great day with us. Iva, I've got a great show for you, and we've got sunshine wherever you're called. Back to you, Iva. Yeah, we want to thank you for that. Cardinal, the, the, the fan, Lena would have dubbed it that there's no sweeter name than when you would have heard it on the radio. But Donna and Murtis is on here, and they said they expect you to say good morning in the special fans. But since they're online, they expected you to say good morning, Murtis, good morning, Donna, when you said good morning, Leanne, good morning, Dennis. So you'll have to deal with them with that. I can only just read the report that came to me. So they, I think they live in New York, you, you, don't they? They, they live yeah, in New York, right? Yeah, but they say you normally yeah, say yeah, good yeah, morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Then first up when you stay with Leon and Ivor and Dennis, and this time you left them out. But all I can say to them is that you're true to your word. You told me you were going to do that, and you did. That's all I can say to them. Okay. okay. You're well. true to your word. So, Donna, good morning. Good, good morning, Mr. Donna. Good morning. I read you, I read you message to that one day. Good morning, Dennis. Donna. I know Donna. just uh, told me. I know that Ivan just told me a true story about you. Uh-huh. So, I know what to do with that. You, you're demanding special attention. Because you live in New York. You are murdered. <laughs> you're not, you're not either the teaser, right? Oh. That, that's no, not what you say. Murchison is another word. Murchison is another word. Murchison doesn't say just to tell that. You, 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 are, you, are, you are light on him. You're giving him. You're, <laughs> you're handling him with kid gloves. Murchison. Marcia said his kid gloves are awful when it comes to handling Ivor. So she used a different word to describe Ivor. I have a self in which to go, and Marcia's already directed me there. She told me to go go with my stupid self. So I have to know, I have to know where to go. I go go to the stupid self. Yeah. (laughs) Well... Folks, you know, we're standing by for the, uh, the ladies there to tell us what's happening in Urbantiga, and that comes up about 10.45. But, Cardinal, we have some birthdays, and we have some anniversaries, and we have a lot of things that would have happened on this date. You can leave the one that happened to you for last. Donald, do you have a birthday today before we get Cardinal tell us about the one that he has on file? Gonna be. I have one for next week, not today. Yeah, okay. I have two birthdays coming up we'll, next week. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that for, for next week then. For, for so. tomorrow, yes. Oh, yeah, tomorrow, yeah, you'll have that coming up for tomorrow. Yes. Right, Colonel, let us know who's having birthdays well, today and who's having anniversary. And tell us about the black guy, the first one, who's having anniversary today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. Let me remind you, before I get to that, 
Yeah, next month we're going to have That's a right. really, really special Black History Month. So we want to stand by for that. We need some new summers and some new followers, but it's going to be really different. All of the four Saturdays coming up next week, we have four Saturdays in in Black History Month, the shortest month that, in which they gave us to celebrate, but we're going to make it really, really special. Adam, let us know what's happening today. Yeah, before I, I, I tell my special birthday is that, um, what's today, the 22nd? Tomorrow, yes. tomorrow would have been my mother's 100th birthday. But she mm-hmm. died two years ago. So now she checked out you know, two years before she got to it. But yet, nevertheless, I'm going to celebrate her and the legacy that she bequeathed to me by memorializing her birthday tomorrow, January 24th. Now, and the gun tomb... Okay, the birthdays, anniversaries for January 22nd. January 22nd. Um, compliment, compliments of Mr. Audley Watson. Andy Guntoom was born in 1921. Has the highest, uh, what should say, highest Test cricket average because he played only. One test match and scored 122 runs. He was born in 1921. Out of he's out of Trinidad. Andy Gantu, his birthday is today, January 22nd. Um, from England we have Jacqueline Court, who is now 72, from New Zealand. Thomas Burt from the USA. Timothy Allen, who's 35. From Sri Lanka, we have Nishanta Ranatunga, uh, who is 56. From India, we have Sajita Gabir from, and uh, I should say, Sajita Gabir, uh, a female cricketer, and Jayant Yadav, Yadav who is 34. From Thailand, we have Sulipon Laomi. From Australia, we have Belinda Bakarir. From Namibia, we have Victoria Hamani. Hamuniele and Diane, Diane Lane, the actress who is 57 today on, on January 22nd. Singer Sam Cook, who died in 1964, his birthday is today. Steve Perry, a singer songwriter, I think he, he was the lead singer in a group called Journey. He's 73. Guy Fieri, from the celebrity chef, he's 54. Actress Linda Blair, remember her little girl in the movie The Exorcist? She's 63. The rapper Logic is 32. Greg Oden, the basketball player, is 34. The actor Bill Bixby, who starred in The Incredible Heart and died in 1993, his birthday is today. DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Jazzy Jeff, who's 57. Remember Jazzy Jeff, who co-authored with Will Smith. Ray Rice, an NFL player, who's 35. Nigel Venn, a British boxer, he's 58. 
Ashwini Kaliseka, an Indian actress who is 52, Alveda King, a pro-life activist and the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King, she's 71, Joseph Culture Hill, a reggae artist who died in 2006. In 1584, parts of Switzerland adopted the Gregorian calendar. In 1831, Charles Darwin, remember him, the origin of the species, Arthur, takes his Bachelor's of Arts at Christ College, Cambridge, and coming 10th out of 171 candidates. In 1905, in St. Petersburg, Russia, a large demonstration of workers led by Father Gapon, and that's a, a Catholic priest, marched to the Winter Palace with a petition to the Tsar, and the troops fired on these protesters in what has become known today as Bloody Sunday. In 1941, the first mass killing of Jews in, in Romania. In 1947, the first commercial TV station west of the Mississippi opened in Hollywood, California. In 1948, all-time great England cricket spin bowler Jim Laker takes 7 for 103 in his first test innings in his first test versus the West Indies in, Bridge, in Bridgetown by Vegas. In 1960, the 10th NBA All-Star Game Convention Hall, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the East beats the West 125 to 115. The most valuable player of that game was Wilt Chamberlain. This was 1968. The NBA announces expansion franchise licensing awarded to Milwaukee, I should say the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Phoenix Suns. In 1968, the Lady Soul, 14th studio album by Aretha Franklin, is released, and it became Billboard Album of the Year in 1978. In 1970, the first commercial Boeing 747 flight, Pan American Airways, remember Panam? flies from New York to London in six and a half hours. Travel time is cutting. 1970, the test W of Barry Richards. Do you remember Barry Richards who opened his, his test career against Australia in 1970? And then his, his test career was cut short because South Africa was excluded from international cricket. And guess where the activity that drove that decision started? Right in Australia. The churches, the civic groups got together and said, South Africa, after the, after the denied entry to, um, what's his name? The black guy who played for England, Basil de Oliveira. After South Africa denied Entry to Basil de Oliveira. He's South African, remember? South Africa denied entry to Basil de Oliveira. Said they would not play England in that test series in 1968. I should say 1972, because if Oliveira was part of the English team, and the 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 to, um, to Australia in 1972. Thereby, thereafter, the ICC took its, its role of 
excluding South Africa from international cricket. The, the, sports, the Olympic Sports Committee had already banned them. The ICC was kind of lagging behind. In 1973, George Foreman knocks out Joe Fraser in two rounds to win the WCBC and WBA heavyweight boxing titles in Kingston, Jamaica, in a fight labeled the Sunshine Showdown. Remember that fight? Fraser was knocked down six times in four minutes and 35 seconds. And the le- in 1980, West Indies beat England 2-0 to win Cricket's World Series Cup. In 1983, Houston is the first NBA team to be held scoreless in an overtime game against the Portland Trail Blazers. Portland outscored them 17 to 0 and win 113 to 96. In 1988, first class cricket debut of Brian Lara, Trinidad and Tobago versus the Leeward Islands. His scores were, what, 9 and 22? And guess who was his tormentor? El Kemado Willis in both innings. In 1991, the Kuwaiti oil facilities are destroyed by Iraqi forces. In 1988, Ricky Henderson rejoins the Oakland A's for the time in his baseball career. In 1999, Australian missionary Graham Staines and his two sons are burned alive by radical Hindus while sleeping in their car. Well, that was the report anyway in eastern India. In 2006, Kobe Bryant scores 81 points in a 122 to 104 victory over the Toronto Raptors. That became the second highest score, individual score in a in a basketball game, coming behind Wilt Chamberlain's 100 point game in 1962. In 2018. The Netflix becomes the largest digital media and entertainment company in the world at $100 billion. In 2021, Lloyd Austin confirmed as defense secretary by the Senate and the first black man as head of the Pentagon. That's it for our historical notes for today. Back to you, Ivor. Yes. Yes, we want to thank you for that. And um, yeah, you need to read that last part again about the black man celebrating. I think I think that's down to the end there when you said that. Mm-hmm. I don't celebrate black people. Why <laughs> don't you want to celebrate white people? Black people um, I don't celebrate black people. I, I don't celebrate. If you want to celebrate it, that's okay. I read it again, but I don't celebrate black oh, people. Okay. I, um, managing, you know, managing you know, white you know, when you hear the word Austin, I don't, Dan, I would be happy with that, you know. Even though his last name is Austin, we remember the great man Austin Henry. So that's why we have to mm-hmm. talk about Austin, the great man, our great, our grandfather, as a matter of fact. Yep, the guy died at 42, and by the time he died, he would have owned some four estates on Nevis. 42 years of age. Anyway. Lloyd Austin, he was confirmed as defense secretary by the Senate. And he became the first black head of state of the Pentagon. We have to remember those things, Cardinal. It can only be one first. 
I, I, I do not ever, I want my business not to celebrate black people managing white institutions. That's my position. No, we didn't, we're not celebrating him. No. We're just recognizing that he was the first black. That's all. There's no need for celebrating. It's just a recognition. It's going to only be one first. And you're going to always be one in America. You're going to always be white institution because we're dominated by the white. Remember because we allow it. No, no. We got chained up and brought here. Don't forget that now. We were forced because, into this country. Because we, because, because we allow it. No, we're in the minority. So um, I, I don't think... No, me in the minority... It. Well, I don't think we outnumber the whites. We have not heard from Don. We, 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 we allow, we allow ourselves. You see, that's why, that's why I say, that's why I say, to allow ourselves branded like minorities and stuff like that. These are the kind of things that I, 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 I refer to as no, allowing. No, 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 no. There's, there's a difference between there's no, there's a difference between minority and inferiority. We are minority in terms of numbers. And if we accept. The, the, if, if we accept the, the minority label, then we are accepting this, the proposition of our inferiority. That's no, what I'm no, saying. No. Minority in terms of numbers. You know? In terms of numbers. No, 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 no. It's not in terms of numbers. It is, it is in terms of power. It is in terms of power. If we do not mobilize on, if we do not use our numbers to mobilize power, our numbers are meaningless. You see where whether we that are the majority, month, whether we are the majority or the minority, if we do not mobilize power, uh-huh. so that power could be used in our own interest rather than yeah. relying on the powerful to delegate authority to us, so that we can manage ourselves in their interest. Remember Eric Williams. Eric Williams said they brought us to Oxford, thinking that. They could train us to be their agents in our own oppression. That's Eric Williams in the making of a prime minister. Well, Eric Williams you also understand? told me that one from ten leaves zero. I understand that. Okay. But I'm also understanding that he also told me that I should not allow another people to tell me what my identity is especially when the people are disposed to dehumanizing me. No, but they can't tell you. They can only remind you if you think you need reminding. Black don't well, you see, Black don't you see that? You see that? that we got cracked, and we need to heal that crack <laughs> before we come to talk about, yeah, we got cracked. I'm not going to deny that we got cracked. We got yeah. busted open. Okay. And we need to heal that crack and stop accepting the labels that they offer to us, like minority, which means that, you know, the, the, the proposition that we are not sufficiently intelligent to mobilize power, so we, so we, we remain a minority. I'm not accepting that label. Okay? No, when I say in the so context, I, I, you, have to look at, you have to look at which the word minority is spoken of in, in the context. Anyway, you see, that's 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 what it is. If you if you're gonna put it down as you put it, inferiority, then that's a no no. But in terms of minority, I'm talking in terms of white 
versus black. I'm talking about pigmentation. We are in the minority when it comes to the numbers. Black does not outnumber the white. And the pigment, pigmented when, people, pigmented people outnumber non-pigmented people. Am I lying? Yes, but we have different class because the Indians who are blacker than me telling themselves that they are Indians. Pigment, and then pigmented we have people. We, 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 so we have, that's we, why I'm telling we, you. We have another. We we have another column that not only say black and white. We have others. Down here, we have some blacks who tick others. Exactly. Oh. You do not rely <laughs> on, and that's why I say you do not rely on the prescriptions of a culture that incorporates the mechanics of your dehumanization. You do not rely on its prescriptions to identify yourselves or determine your circumstances. That's accepting their, pro- their proposition of your inferiority. No, no. I wonder if I said that. No, no. Well, you bring an inferiority in it um, by way of design, but I don't think it's applicable at this point when we are speaking of minority, to be honest with you. That's exactly what it means. And if you, if you allow them to dupe you into thinking that it means something different, you know, then I got to follow Malcolm X who say, but let me we've been had, so we've been took, we've been hoodwinked okay, so and bamboozled. <laughs> I, have, I have a question that I would like to ask them. Yeah, go I ahead. I to be on the line too because we have heard from Don and Debbie, so we have a little wiggle time here before. We, we hop over to the 11 o'clock hour, too. Um, is there such a thing as a, my, as a majority, since we're running away from minority? Is there such a thing as majority? Yeah. So who would you say is in the majority? There is such a thing as a majority. So then who are, we're not in the minority. So who is in the majority? What do you mean in the minority? You say we, we are a you minority. Said, and you said there's no such thing say, because we're not a minority. So I asked you now if there's such a thing as majority. You said yes. Then if there are five of us on this mm-hmm. panel yes. and three of us agree that India should be given a reprieve for whatever, Okay. And two of us disagree. The two of us who are who disagree mm-hmm. would be in the minority. Hey, that's the case in point. Is that right? The three people, numbers, right? The three people, the three people no, who say know. India and should be given that, 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 that leverage. But you're not hearing me. Huh? You, you came to that conclusion by way of mm-hmm. numbers. If you want to say division, subtraction, right? You mm-hmm. came to that majority versus minority by way of numbers. numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's use numbers for black versus white. Could we have the black being in the minority to the white being in the majority in terms of numbers? But minority, minority does not apply that way in that context. In that context, no, 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 minority no, no, no. applies. Minority applied to mean 
power in terms of power. The game is not over. So the game is not if, over. If, but if, even if, if, both Cardinal, even if they you, are, you, you're changing even the if they are great in the middle of the game, Cardinal. Listen, I, what, happened in, what happened in South Africa? What happened in South Africa? The white people were the majority in South Africa as well. Even though they, they were smaller in number, there were 5 million no. white people. Con- uh-huh. Hold on, hold on. There were 5 million white people controlling 24 million black people. The white people were in the majority in terms of no. their power. You know why? You, they, were the, they were the majority. But, but, they but that's in terms of numbers. This was a democracy. Was not, in terms, South Africa. not in terms of numbers. They were never... Right. The majority in terms of numbers, and that's but the they were the majority the in terms of power. Isn't that right? Yes? They were not the majority in terms of numbers, but no, they were the majority in terms I, of. I, I don't think you can, in, I don't think you can use that term that a person who is less than in terms of numbers to say that they are a majority. I don't they think would, Andrew would accept that. The, our English Okay, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if Miss Angel would accept that, but I'm telling you, I I'm telling you, South Africa, you are a minority in numbers, but because of power, you are telling me, no, you're using the word majority. No. Yes, there was the majority in terms of power. There was the majority in terms of power because they, they hold the balance of power. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. We have to get it right, you know. In terms, if you're going to talk about legislation now, if you have six white men, six African white men on a board, and you only have four, because only ten comprise that board, yes, the six becomes the majority, because it's six out of ten. Mm-hmm. You're going to use it in that term. If you're going to use the board mm-hmm. figure, country, that mm-hmm. the majority of mm-hmm. Africans are black. The minority, mm-hmm. they are white. There is no way you can use the term to tell somebody that the majority of whites collectively control South Africa. No, it's the minority controlled Africa, which that was one of the contentions. Because mm-hmm. Mandela and those guys stood up and said, no, 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 no. In terms of numbers, we have the numbers. We have the numbers to match. In America, mm-hmm. we didn't have the numbers, but the great Dr. Martin Luther King and others decided we will stand up against the might of the whites because the Constitution said all men are created equal. They put it in there. And that's what they were fighting for. They wasn't fighting for we want to be more than you, because people were not getting the, 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 getting kids to outnumber the whites, let's put it that way, but they felt like we should be treated equal. You understand? That's mm-hmm. what they were fighting for. See me as a human mm-hmm. being. Yeah. That is a chain of pigs. So, I, I think we would have entertained the folks here along the way with that, with that little bit of entertainment there. Folks, this is the Saturday Morning Entertainment Show. And you too can be a part of this conversation, 515-605-9850. Leon, come on in. 
Yeah, yeah. Message from Don and Debbie. They're not able to come on this morning, so they want to apologize. But I fancy you may just want to ask Mr. Uh, Mr. Heath to run that that little um, intro yeah. he usually does every week and probably keep their uh, project in a light. Okay, well, we'll do that now and we'll do it before the end of the show. Again, so Dennis, right just before yeah. the 11 o'clock hour, you'll be representing yeah. Don and Debbie and the great folks of Antigua and Barbuda. Yes, Ivor, um, on, on behalf of the Cricket Show, we really would like to thank Debbie and Don and the Antigua Barbuda Care Group for their enormous efforts. They have certainly helped many people in needs in the island. So we would urge and implore our listeners, please help them to continue with this charitable work that they're doing. Make a donation of goods or materials. Your contribution will be greatly appreciated. You may reach Debbie at 845-820-6598. Once again, you may reach Debbie at 845-820-6598. Alternately, you can try Dawn at 785-554-5628. Once again, Dawn's contact information number, 785-554-5628. Debbie and Dawn are unable to join us this week, but we know that they are busy with lots and lots of uh, work in uh, their efforts with the Antigua Barbuda Care Charitable Group. Thank you for your support and your consideration. Please get in touch. Back to you, Ivor. Yes, you want to thank you for that and for representing well those ladies who are doing a really, really good job in terms of helping the less fortunate over there in Antigua and Barbuda. And folks, it's always a good time to give. As the Bible says, it's better to give than to receive. So always good to be with your palms out turned down. Turn up. Hi, right, folks. Well, we have the final hour, and Murchis would have requested a song. Let me see if I can find it for her. Um, know that she is multitasking at this time, but she did request it, so I think we could find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I want you through, we can can touch the Barbados election. And um, a couple other topics that I have in mind, I don't know. You have time to touch them all, but
Are you near Lynette? Yes, I'm here. Mm-hmm. So why you don't want to answer Donna because she tells you good morning? You mean to Well, I was waiting for everybody to finish say good morning. Good? Yes, good morning, Donna. Special morning to Donna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I want to know if you see what you told me you know, study that. Oh, please. What you did with Phil Ivor? You see how you want to tell me now? Leon said just now that you might be able to tell us about Phil. How do I get in that? <laughs> yeah, good question. Good question, Leonard. What did you do with Phil Ivor? <laughs> I'm asking back. you about that question. Well, I, I can answer that question in, in, in song, you know. Everyone becomes a suspect here. And, and it's all like Linux is saying, you are the main suspect. Yeah, because you are the same landmass as Phil. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Nobody else there? Tell us more. <laughs> Tell us more, Linux. There's Baby more avenues to us. We're going to have to give it an assignment to go over there to look for Phil. Well, <laughs> even though you suspect that he might have been doing something, he has something to do with Phil's disappearance. <laughs> Donna, 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 just send me something here and say, let me see if I find it. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me read it quick. Are you there? We are. Ivor, are you with us? You know, it looks like Ivor disappeared now. Yeah. Next time I'm saying my Yeah. 
might fall down someday. Someone else might be right there. You hand you a precious glass of water. I say to live nice with your neighbor. Live nice, live nice. I say to live nice with your sister. Live nice, live nice. Cause remember, naked we come, naked we go. We here today, gone tomorrow. Follow your pride, put it aside and live nice.
to all of the cast and crew at the Cricket Show. This is Connie Whitley, to Leon, to Iva, to Audley, to Simon, to Cardinal, and to Patel. What I want to say to you is happy 11th year anniversary. All right, all right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. And we want to thank Connie for that. Yeah, so we I go one thing. I one thing. I just one thing. I just. Are you you hearing me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I just want to just say happy birthday to my nephew down there in Antigua, Mr. Sherry Sargent, and of course he's a broadcaster with ABF, AB, ABS in Antigua. I does some sports as well. We just wish him well, and his son also had the same birthday like his dad. So, just want to wish them both well, and I just always look forward to seeing them when I'm in Antigua, and to greet them on their birthday. And so, his father, if he were alive, he would be proud of of you, Sharif. Have a blessed, blessed, blessed day, belatedly. Okay, and that so says all of us. Um, Amen. It, hang in there with us a little bit, and um, we'll find out what's going on back there in St. Kitts and stuff. But let's just go ahead and say congratulations to, to Mayor Motley and her troop, taking a brave, bold step in calling an early election. And uh, the people would have given her her full support, a full slate of 30 candidates to show <laughs> that we are behind you. And to saying we are not going to say God bless the Queen and God save the Queen and we're going to bow to you, your ears and successors and all the good stuff. Barbados, the voters, has firmly stood behind the Labour Progressive Party over there in Barbados. So however they did it, whatever they did it, I don't know if it's woman power, woman rule, woman what it is, but... She did it, calling her the election, and now she has a fresh mandate to go and govern. I don't know if it's the best thing to have no official opposition. I sure will appoint mm-hmm. um, someone or a few persons to serve. But we can take it from there, Leon. That's your baby, so you start the world. Yes, that. I'm glad you asked me to go first because. Do you guys really feel that this uh, democracy is, is really at work when you have uh, the opposition winning by, by, by um, not the opposition, but the leading party calling election about a year and a half before the time? And isn't it time that we, or the countries in the Caribbean were still able to do this, call an early election for that to be abandoned and they have a standard date when it is fixed, that you must have, just like the American system, whereby you have it on a fixed day, doesn't it give the, put the opposition at a disadvantage? And when you have a, a ruling team with all 30 members that are elected, you know, what power, what, what, what isn't democracy looking like a dictatorship? <laughs> when you have, she can do everything, anything she wants. <laughs> I am not in favor, but the point is uh, she, she took a very, very, very uh, good a chance. And, and the opposition was saying, you know, a number of people who were 
not able to vote because they had the, they were they, they had contracted the the, the COVID nineteen and was not permitted to vote and uh, this year's turnout was perhaps one of the lowest turnouts. She she defeated the opposition, causing him the leader to 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 resign. But I I felt that something wrong with the system that they would allow the party in power to do what they like when they like because they are in power and and they find that they are popular but it was shown that some people were disenfranchised in my view so that's my take i'll go first um in terms of a fixed date for election i am in, in agreement with that 100 percent i do not believe in the westminster system where the only person who knows an election shall be called is the leader of the government. That is how it is. I, I think that is dead wrong. A prime minister has that aid walking around in his pocket and no other member of cabinet, no governor, nobody knows. He and himself alone can call an election anytime. Just given what? 21 days notice, I think, to the opposition. Yes, yes. I think they're out of abolish. I should have never been in the first place. Um, secondly, I'm not sure, so sure about that is not democracy. If the people would have gone out and voted, and I hope that no one will be franchised, if that's the will of the people, I would say that's democracy. If they want to vote in all of the, the, the person on one side, that's fine. But I think that the Constitution should allow for appointments of some opposition members. So I don't know if that is in the Constitution, but that should be allowed. Then the other thing, and it's a hopeful one, that although all of them are on one side, it does not mean that they ha- have to all agree down the line, and they can do that without crossing the floor. But they should come as people who are elected for parties and cross the floor as well. So that would show division if you're crossing the floor. But I believe that not because you're in a party, that everything is put on the table. If you're disagreeing with it, I think it should be noted that you disagreed with it, even though the majority would have won. This is what's happening to the Democrats right now. We have um, one or two Democrats here holding out here when they just have a a 50-50 split in the, in, in the yeah. Senate here. So I think that is democracy at work. <coughs> They're holding on for the right reasons to their point. I said, I do not have a problem with that. So I I try to answer those two questions the best way I could, Liam, in terms of... Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm in agreement with you too. I'm in agreement with you. And... Let's hope okay, that let's see again. Dennis and Cardinal. There is no uh, repercussion. And anyone else who wish to, hello? to take part in the conversation? Lynette, yeah, hello. You can, uh-huh. Yes, you can have a say as well. Come on in. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Um, but um, this one lopsided government ain't good. That can't be good for the country. Mm-hmm. There must be somebody there. To, unless the people on that side are going to be really honest, and use their conscience and say, stand up and say, no, it's not, it, that's not right. You shouldn't do that to the people. It could be detrimental. 
And then that, that the government that. side Lina? feel like they have all the power, and so they go in there and they get all power crazy. We had that right here. Power crazy. And that could Lina? be the downfall, Lina? too. Minute, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Would your, when you guys had your election in Sinkit, right, were uh-huh. the persons who were infected allowed to vote? Uh, at that time, we didn't really have a lot of infection because remember we were locked down. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we and and lockout uh, and the airport was closed and all of that. So, so everybody allowed was allowed to vote? to vote because we didn't really have any. Um, we didn't have the the, the the type of infection we have now. Okay. No, they didn't have anything. I think when we, when because, our infection like, started, it was after the election. Right. Right, mm. so there was no need for them mm. to put in place if, if you're right. infected with COVID. Okay. Okay. But you all, you okay. always need that opposition. But I know in Anguilla, when they were yeah. trying to put uh, something similar to that in place in Anguilla, they call it, they call it but, none of the names, I can't remember now. I need to um, correct. I need the, to two correct young people, the two young people on the government side said they were not in favor of it, but they're still in the government. Yeah, Lynette, mm-hmm. can I correct something you said? Because in think it's a need, you never had the same party with all of the votes. Never. Why? We had That's all eight in Sinkit. What do you mean? The Constitution says Sinkit. Labor had win all eight seats. Hold on again. So you're discounting Nevis? Labor did and Nevis, and Nevis, Nevis, Nevis went, one went with them. And then two went against them. They never had all 11. Never. Never. No, there was never all 11 to one party. Okay, so, so, we, okay, so we can move on now. So we correct that. Mayor Murphy has all... <laughs> but still, they, 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 still they had the, the, the all 18 circuits, and that's where the government is. So it, no, it, no, 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 essence, no, 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 you cannot, it, it, no, no, was, no, cannot yes, recollect yes, you on that. We have 11 federal seats in circuits and Nevis. Please. Labor managed to win eight in circuits. NRP won one in Nevis, CCM won two on Nevis. So it was eight to three. That's what it is. And that year, um, what happened that year? Um, CCM stayed by themselves. And NRP stayed by themselves until uh-huh. Patrice came over the second year, when the second time when they would have lost like seven... Oh, so NRP did not join with them when they had the no, party? No, with the eight. No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I understand. Right, but they still, yeah, but they still had all the power. <laughs> no, that's a majority, and that's happening in, in, in But I never, I never feel that it's good to have all the seats go to the government. Oh, it's not good. We must, they must have somebody in there to, to hold their feet to the fire. It's not good. So that's why you, you have to represent your constituents and sometimes forget about party. You go to your mm-hmm. constituency, you rally, and you take whatever they have there onto the floor and have it documented. That's what I say. The, the government yes. side, they'll have to have a lot of guts and listen to their conscience and act properly. Not listen to their pocket and the, and, and, and the, the perks. And all the, well, the money that they think they will get being a minister of government and stuff like that, the privileges. 
right, so the so right let, me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I know you're not in agreement with it. Do you think that having all of the seats in Barbados, that they will have um, a productive government, and you think that Barbados would really come through in flying colors? What is your prediction? Well, they have the machinery to do it, everybody in there. So I expect no, no, no. that what is, to happen. What? No, no, no. I'm asking for your opinion. You think they're going to fall? You think people are going to... Um, Gonna, gonna cause no, I, don't think, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Mia Mackley, I think she's, she, I think she's strong enough to deal with it. To, to deal with it. Okay, so you think that you can work in that bit? Okay, case closed. Yeah, 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 it will work. It will work. What, what would have happened if she had lost some seats and people who were in her party knew that they could have been in the in power for another year and a half? and would be getting money. If she had lost those seats, it would have been a terrible situation for... Um, Leon, why, why do you think not. she called it early? <laughs> it's a numbers game. Uh, that's, that's, that's it. She knew that this was the time to call it and they were going to go back in. That is why she did yeah. it now. She's not waiting Wait. for another two years or so the, the, um, the opposition get themselves proper and ready, or uh, other foolish things happen and people get disgruntled. No. The people are I not mean, high now because wait, she wait, came wait, away from on, England and all of that, Cardinal, all of that, all and, of that. So, I would say Colonel and Dennis and any, any other person right. because with me, I am saying it was the right time to call it to settle down the country because they went away to do away. They now became a republic. She won. That's what I'm saying. This, is, this was the right time right. because so people were happy with that. to do because they, because the people got to go the other way and said, we disagree with you, doing away with, with genuflecting to the queen, and then throw her out of, out of power. So right now, she No, the you. people were happy for that. But now, you know, it's documented that they were actually happy for it. Because here's an early election to settle down the country. So that argument mm-hmm. is done and dusted. Let's hear from Dennis and Cardinal. Yep, I <clears throat> Ivor, I think what we've seen here is um, a democracy at work. The prime minister called an election, which meant it was open, it was fair, and it was free. And her party actually won the entire, well, swept, swept this issue, and won all the seats available. Now, the opposition obviously did not put on a creditable case that appealed to the voters. And there is nothing wrong with calling an early election because as an opposition, you're there governing and uh, opposing. You should be prepared for this eventuality because this is the way the constitution works you should be prepared to work and you should be prepared for an election at any time i see nothing wrong with calling an election early as for the fact that they have you know me and motley's party has all the seats well that was not her fault she did nothing illegal to obtain all those seats the constituents the voters voted for her to have all those seats 
As far as not having an opposition, well, it is unfortunate that there isn't an opposition there, but the people of Barbados does feel that uh, they want Mia Motley's to be entirely in charge. Now, when you look at the number of votes cast in each um, constituency, you can see that uh, Mia's party won maybe 3,000 or 4,000 votes, whereas the opposition in that area won maybe 1,700 and so on. So there was quite a robust um, choices in terms of number of votes cast. And in a lot of instances, there are more than one candidate in that area, which suggested that some votes might have been uh, siphoned away from the other opposition that may have had an opportunity to oppose. The uh, Mia Motley previously in 2008 floated the idea that they could appoint a special opposition to speak, although the number of opposition would be no more than two senators, or at least two advisors, because there won't really necessarily be senators, but two from the opposition party, they would simply carry the flag of saying, well, we don't necessarily agree with you on that, but they obviously have absolutely no way of stopping the uh, party in control from doing what their um, desire is in terms of governing. I note that the DLP candidates complained of intimidation, vote buying, and names not on register. What's new? This seems to be what all opposition say when they lose. The losing DLP president noted there was depressed turnout, but nevertheless, she did concede the election to Mia's party. I mean, the former prime minister who was in the opposition was unhappy with the fact that the election was called early, but again, that is the democratic system at work in Barbados. So, all told, the voters complain of long wait at polling. But again, what is due? It happens all over. It's not a synchronous system. You know, unexpected things happen, so you can't expect that it's going to run as smoothly as a clockwork. You must expect that there will be some issues. I see overall, finally, no problems with that, although I would have liked to have seen some opposition but the voters voted for Mia and gave her full control. I just hope she does not take advantage of the situation and do crazy things, but I doubt that she will. That's my contribution. I, 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 can you allow I, me to just ask Dennis a question before you bring in Kadma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dennis, do you see anything wrong with the depriving of uh, people who are infected with not having the ability to cast their ballots? Well, I didn't read or see of any information which suggests that was the case. How, how do we know that this was the case? Besides, they did not vote. How, how, how do we know this? No, they didn't was, vote because there was a petition. There was a petition. They, they didn't vote. Mm-hmm. Well, they, didn't they vote. did not. They took it to the court, vote. but they lost. No, they, they lost. wanted the court won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, 
they wanted they wanted the election to be um, at least held at a later date. So in order to allow most of those people who are uh, infected and uh, might have been in a position to cast their votes. But as far as I can tell, Lillian, I saw um, a note which suggested that there were only 549 cases of um, the, the virus, the, the most recent count. So I'm not suggesting that people should have been deprived of their votes. But number one, there should have been... Um, uh, procedure in place where people could have voted absentee. I'm sorry, it, it doesn't strike or make sense that this was not available to them. Secondly, the number of people who were deprived of votes does not appear to me to have been high, sufficiently high enough to have made a big difference in the outcome of the election. But I do not condone the fact that these people were deprived of their votes and arrangements should have been made for absentee ballots to be cast. That's uh, my take there. Yeah. I am still um, surprised that you guys can't listen to yourself and realize how confused this idea of democracy has made you. And I can't understand why you think that democracy is the law of human salvation. The most productive country in the Caribbean is not recognized as a democratic state, yet it is the most productive. And you guys are going to sit there and tell me that unless we have a democracy as it is defined by European culture, we can't be productive. And so Mia Matlinoff now set out to name some people that she can call the opposition to make it look as if we have a democracy. The only thing that is present, the only time that the people in a democracy have, a, have an opportunity to, to participate in government at the ballot box, after that, they don't get to participate. Because we are told that the representatives are acting on their behalf. And you know that, and you complain, you who are in a democracy complain all the time, that after you don't give them the vote, they don't know you on the street until they want to the next vote again. So, calling an election at whatever time that it is required to call it, it's not really a big deal. Now, either you know Joe France, and they would tell you that Joe France could not lose an election in St. Kitts because Joe France was an all-year, all-season campaigner. Joe France was there with the people all the time. So what is happening with our people in the Caribbean who want to position themselves in in, in places of power and authority is that they snub the people when they don't want a vote and come be nice to you and give you a, 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 a loaf of bread and a drink of rum when they want your vote. So, if you were there with the people all the time, showing them that you're willing to represent their interests, 
whatever time that election is going to be called, they would have voted for you because they know that by your actions throughout the year, throughout the seasons, throughout the years, you would have been standing up for their interests. So it doesn't matter when election is going to be called. The reason why you want all this time to call election is that you want to prepare yourself, get, gather up your bread and rum together and go water and all that to dish out to the people to purchase their vote. Why don't you capture their vote by representing them all through the years? And then when election is going to be called, it wouldn't matter to you. Mia Motley is, has emerged as a dynamic leader. And I'm hoping, and I say hoping, that Mia Motley represents the emergence of great African queens who have stood in leadership of their people without the benefit of democracy. Queen and Queen Nzinga, for instance, Nefertari, for instance, Asentewa, for instance. These are great African queens who stood at the leadership of their people and did well for their people without the benefit of democracy. Because democracy, as we see it operates, has no benefit for the little people. Democracy accommodates the, the, the power of an aristocracy. Now, let's see if Mia Motley, in her dynamic presence, can introduce the people to something else and get them embrace the idea of what their leadership should look like. Let, let, let me hope that that is going to be her objective and her very next step. Because democracy does not offer anything in terms of bringing people up from, this, from the, the, the culture of indifference that our social construct has relegated them. So I don't see this big deal about whether or not this is democracy or this is not democracy. What Mia Motley represents is a dynamic leader. I wish the other Caribbean leaders, in terms of Gaston Brown, in terms of Andrew Hornet, in terms of Rowley, in terms of Timothy Harris and, and whoever else, could take example from her in terms of where to go and how to serve our people in terms of their leadership. They didn't take the, the, the advice of, of a Fidel Castro. We know that. So let's hope that they can take the leadership of Amir Motley really seriously and try to copy from her. Go to her point and learn from her. And let's mm -hmm. have a, a Caribbean government that represents the people, regardless of what you want to call it. 
democracy or whatever. You know? So we can't sit here and say, oh, in order to show that she's a democracy, she got to appoint opposition. For what? There are people in the party who have intelligence. They are supposed to have intelligence. And if a program is not lending itself in service to the people, they oppose it, regardless of whether they are at the same party or not. So what she wants to appoint opposition for? So doesn't she have intelligent people around her in the parliament and in her cabinet to say, no, I disagree with you. We should not do this. You know, what do we want to appoint people to say, I'm going to oppose just for the purpose of opposition because that's what I'm put here for. That is nonsense. And this is what is playing out that we call it a democracy because we have people who are staging an opposition. Not for any real reason, but that's just staging an opposition to show that there is opposition to show that democracy is working. That is BS, plain and simple. You know, I'm hoping that the, the, the dynamic leadership of Mia Motley would be an influence to the rest of the Caribbean and these political bandits that we have here in leadership positions. You know, 40-something years of, of Fidel Castro's success did not do anything to lift our leaders beyond the, their colonial mindset. Maybe Mia Motley would be the person to do that. Because what we have here, look over in St. Kitts Nevis, you've got all the squabbling. Look right here in the United States, at the stage as the greatest democracy in the world. You've got squabbling. And they call it opposition. That's the way democracy works. Democracy works to stall the interests of the people being recognized. Is that, is that democracy? That, that to me is hell for the underclass. That to me pre preserves the status quo of aristocratic control. And they call it democracy. Mm. If that's democracy, I don't want it. I don't. I want to have okay. nothing to do with it. Okay, that is my position. Okay. I when you get what? a chance, let me just respond a couple of things to what Cardinal said. You know, maybe Dennis yeah. don't want to go before me or you. Well, I I just wanted to say that uh, you know, the democracy, uh, according to. Um, Cardinal is something to be shunned. I don't. I don't agree. You know what we have here in the United States. We have democracy, but of course, our United States democracy has been corrupted and corrupted very severely by the fact that we have in the Senate and, of course, in in, in the House at times too, we have a party who knows common sense who sees common sense, who talks about justice and equality, yet they 
vote and prevent democracy from working simply because they want it their way. They do the corrupt things they do to get nine or eight or seven or six judges on the court who then get on the court, the Supreme Court, and not represent or not judge uh, impartially, but represent their party's interests rather than the interests of the people for justice. So what we have in the United States is we had, we had democracy. I don't think we have democracy anymore. The fact of the matter is the other two people who are obstructing the justice that is very, an injustice really that is so prominent tells you that this is not democracy. They're not representing the people because they're representing others. That's just what I wanted to add okay. uh, in response to Cardinal. Okay, good. Um, go ahead, quickly, Liam, and let me... Um... Okay, quickly, yes. Quickly, two points. You know, the fact that Mayor Mortley has a, a commanding position, and she is at... She is the head. She is... She has the capability of rescheduling her, her uh, ministers, rescheduling her cabinet. And what if some rising star comes up and he's, he keeps questioning her, her position on certain topics and she fears that this guy is a threat to my position and I'm going to send him down. Look at what happened to, to um, Asset Michael and Gaston Bone right now. And secondly, in Cuba, though Cuba, I recognize what is happening in Cuba and I suspect that Cardinal was referring to the most productive country in the Caribbean as that of Cuba. And even that is so, I still feel, though we, I recognize what they have done over the years, I still feel that living in Cuba, you're not free. You're not free to come out and buy the best iPhone. You're not free to come out and buy, have a, a meeting. You're not free to do certain things. And I cannot uh, endorse that system, though we, I recognize some of the great things that you have done. I don't think that is in the interest of, of, of and letting people have freedom in any way whatsoever. Okay. There's much talk about voting for an opposition, and I hear it. I understand Barbadian's sense of fairness. But I warn you that when you vote for an opposition, you may end up with a government you didn't want. Can the country afford that at this time? I say not. And if it happens, will we accept it? Of course we will. But at the end of the day, we already know what the consequences of mismanagement and lack of leadership are. They are too recent in our memory, and we bore the consequences and carry the scars still on us. I ask Barbados, I ask Barbadians to recognize that this is a party that is seeking your mandate, that has not abused power, that has not abused its responsible position, and that has sought simply not only to make you safe in your homes and in your communities, but has also made us safe um, and regarded internationally as someone for whom the benefit of the doubt can be given and someone worthy of partnership for us to be able to reach the stars. I ask you simply on January 19th to give the Barbados Labour Party team, all of the 30 candidates are coming to you, give them a hearing, but above all else, I ask you to vote for the candidates of the Barbados Labour Party on January 19th. 
thank you and may God bless this nation and may God bless the integrity of our democratic process because we have always known how to conduct our business and to do so with integrity, with transparency and with fairness. Thank you and God bless this nation and our people. I, I played that to say that was an appeal to the folks in terms of mm-hmm. opposition. Like you said, just don't vote in the opposition over there. Just for the sake of say we want opposition. I believe that the Constitution, I, I'm not sure, but I think it's somebody who is elected, they would appoint from their own party to play that role. I don't think they're going to, there's no room there to bring in somebody from outside because the, the 30 seats have already been filled. I think if somebody from within India might have to play that role. I suspect so, they, they would, I think they would bring someone in as a type of, as a kind of advisor who would make comments yeah, and suggestions. But, no, well, they don't can't bring in somebody yeah. else because all of the constituencies have the representatives yeah. already. So they can't go right. to the constituency I, and bring somebody and say they're representing mean, that constituency. No, I'm not they saying they're that. bringing in two, two senators, Ivor. I'm simply saying they would have these two people from the opposition who would put opposition points to them, but who could well, not can, influence the vote. All of the seats have already been filled. So now they're not to go. They, they, they have to do it from within. No, no, well, no. You, you can have I, I don't know the Constitution, but... Advisor. I, you can have advisor who can give you advice and yes, comment. It doesn't yes. necessarily mean you're going to take it. And I think that is the route they're going down. So that, you know, it's nothing they do or say will in mm. any way, shape, or form be constituted <laughs> as a vote in the House of yeah. Parliament. Well, am I going to agree with the senators, you know, that they can appoint senators? I know in Zengi they can do that. At least the opposition will have one senator and they will have two for the, for the, um, for the government. So would it mean that Mayor Martin would bring in another two senators and have one senator come in to oppose? Because I think the Constitution, I know in the Westminster system, they have that um, senator who can come in and, and, and occupy um, that role, who can play that role. So I believe that is what is going to happen. They'll get a senator from outside, and I don't see the need for them to give another two persons or no salary to bolster the position when they have 13 here. But somebody in there is going to play the role to keep their feet to the fire. I believe so. Because you heard her campaign. Give us all of the 30. Just don't vote for the opposition to say that, well, we have to have somebody there. She's assured them that their feet will be held to the fire with all of them inside there. So I think she's welcoming opposition, like Colonel was saying. I think she's going to welcome that because she asked for 30. I don't think she asked for 30 do boys. Well, we have two minutes for any other thing. But that was a good topic, yeah. Leon. Yeah, one quick, no, uh, one quick, one quick point of note here. No. We, we, mm-hmm. Martinique court recently dismissed the slavery reparation lawsuit. That is something that may well be worth uh, um, bringing to the front. 
and okay, and Dukovic is um next week, especially as you come close to um Black History Month next month, so that can be a prelude. So and. Just a little word about Dokovic's, um rejection of, of, of the, I mean, uh, being prevented from taking part in the Australian Open. I wonder if the other country is going to follow suit. Well, I, w- I would hope not. But like I said, the policy that the Australian put in there, that is their policy. Apparently, the competitors, them agreed with it. They did not boycott it. They didn't, as a matter of fact, I hardly heard of anyone who supported Djokovic, where there's an opportunity for them to to forge ahead, knowing that the best or the number one player is out. Maybe they use that opportunity to not support him. But for whatever reason, the only way that you can prevent... I'm talking about the other countries, though, Ivan. The other countries, would they reject the him? They're, mm. they're going to do their own thing, what they have to do, because if the people were boycotting it, the, the players then, they, I don't think they would have done it. I don't think so. Because they want the tennis to continue. They want the sport to continue. But they know they have mm-hmm. these guys who are going to go and play. But if all of them say, no, man, we're standing in solidarity because we can separate ourselves. We can sanitize. He's on one side of the court. I'm over here. He's in his own room. We don't have to think because the game can go on here. Because cricket is playing. And that's a team sport. Tennis is a one-man business here. So he don't have mm-hmm. to be amongst anybody. So what I'm saying here, it's not gonna. Is that nobody gonna gonna gonna? Um, I don't know. I, I I can't say. They might just very well go ahead and say, well, it doesn't matter to me, because we want him to play. I believe that he can play and be separated. But I always say the rules are the rules. So I can't tell a country how to govern. They decide everybody has to be vaccinated to come inside here. And if that is the rule, I would say let's go along with it. The only problem I have is that if there's an exemption and they say he had one, you're telling the doctors that we don't, you think he was bogus or you think for whatever reason, and you just denied his, his claim that he, he got um, a waiver. That, to me, it's something that, that you have to be looked into. Because if there's exemption and you just overlook his for whatever reason or you don't trust the doctors or you don't trust something, I think that should be looked into. Just that there's no waiver, period. But if you're granting waivers to people and one came in with a medical one which is authenticated and for whatever reason you, you reject it, I don't like that. But anyway, we're closing now, gentlemen. One person is going to have to send us home Apart from Murtris. So, let's do that. Donna, are you with us? I'm right here. Okay, send us home. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, on behalf of all the panelists on the show today, I would like to send us home and hope that we will have a productive week. And we will reach back here next week, Saturday, God's willing. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for that. Thank you. Take a note of that. Folks, on behalf of um, Debbie and Dawn, Dennis, quickly, just give a word there for us in 10 seconds. 
Yes. Once again, great job that Debbie and Don are doing. Those who want to contribute can get in touch with Debbie at 845-820-6598 or Dawn, 785-554-5628. Reach out, contribute, help the folks in need in Antigua Barbuda. Thank you. Well, I did enjoy the show this morning and, you know, all the other mornings, Saturday morning. And we'll be tuning in tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show, 6 to 9 p.m. So come on, come on. Tell your neighbor we are on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday. So on that note... I have bid you farewell so long until not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow.